Hey, Bar Ninja Nation. Welcome to the Bar Ninja Podcast, where we talk about everything from trials and tribulations from life behind the bar to tips and tricks to make you a better bartender and a better drinker. Join your host, Bill Thornton, Kayla Logue, and yours truly, Mike Garrison. Let's go have some fucking fun. So we are back with our next episode of our Bar Ninja Podcast, and we are going to talk today about dive bars. Our favorite. Everyone loves a good dive bar. They're the best. They are. I mean, if I think back to like any, like even new town I go to or a hometown, the dive bars, there's always great stories that come out of it. Yeah. We have a dive bar expert with us today too. Leslie. Who also dislikes brunch, but we're still on that yeah, train. Still like brunch. <laughs> we're, we're, we're still trying to change Listen that. Last time. Brunch, love still, a dive bar. Yeah, yeah. There we go. At least we're on that train. She's still hard past brunch, but we're True. working on that. Yeah. You worked at a dive bar mm-hmm. in Nashville. I did. Yep. I worked at a dive bar called Dino's. It was great. It was, it was probably the most fun I've ever had working in a restaurant before. It was, it was so much fun. It's what a, makes a good dive bar? Are there just no rules? It's lawless? Or? I think so. I don't think that there's an exact formula for what makes a great dive bar. It can be so many different things. Like it can be really dark with, you know, just like the neon lights on. It can be a dive bar where they like keep the lights on all night because they don't want too much like shenanigans going on. I think when you walk in and there's just like decades of past smoke or grime, just like sort of like embedded into the walls and you can feel that I think that that is like a good first sign that like you've made it to the right spot like it's clean like they when it's clean, clean it, it's still dirty but it's like it's yeah. like it's just like embedded it's a part mm-hmm. of like the structural makeup now if there is a carpet in a bar all for it all for it if like you can tell that the people sitting in the corner of the bar have been there for years and that is their spot and like really they're the official unofficial or unofficial official staff the right the bar fly regulars like that makes a good dive bar but really it's just like nobody takes themselves too seriously and everybody's just having fun and like you leave having fun you leave like being ridiculous and the next day you're just like that was so much fun we were all so dumb we all just talked to everybody like it's yeah it's that it's more like a that feeling of yeah kind of like no rules nobody's taking themselves too seriously and yeah, good I mean, music they definitely have a different good dive bars have a different vibe mm-hmm. yeah if I'm, you do kind of know it when you walk in oh yeah for me, like I know it's definitely a dive bar if I go in and the only thing I consider drinking is like a Coors Light <laughs> or a Miller Light. Yeah. To me, if they're like, you know, a little more fancy, they might have an Amstel Light. And I mm. love a good Amstel Light. Yeah. So, but it's within that realm. There's mm-hmm. there's nothing else I consider drinking. I'm not drinking the tap beer. I'm not, mm-hmm. And not that they're not clean. You just like mm-hmm. want to match. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's questionable, but you want to like match the vibe of what uh-huh. it is. And that, that bottled beer just goes right with it. Sometimes yep. they might have jello shooters. You, you got to drink the jello shooters in the house specialty. <laughs> Yeah, there's a dive bar mm-hmm. like right, like literally on one of the, the the end of the street that I live on. Also, right next to my gym, it's one of the most popular around the lake called Saeed's. And you do not drink liquor there. The only time I drink liquor there, it was the worst night of my whole life. So ever even since then, I'm like beer, beer it is. Yeah, yeah bottle beer is always safe. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's, that's it. The Outer Banks has a few good dive bars yeah. down here too. Pops, pops. Yeah, there's one in on Collington Island. And another good marker of what makes a good dive bar is like there's always that character there that's like acting out, and everybody's like, oh, that that's just pop. Like we were uh, years ago, I was at Pops sitting outside. This man just popped out of the dumpster from around the corner with a plastic chair and hopped on his bike and rode off with the plastic chair. 
And I looked around, I was like, did anybody else just see that? And then like the sky was just like, oh, that's pop. I'm like, oh, is that pop pop? They're like, yeah, that's pop. E-pop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so funny. funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Santa's was another one in Nashville, wasn't it? Yeah. Santa's was great to sit. So Santa's is like a couple double wide trailers put together. It's a Santa themed bar. The owner looks like Santa. It's a karaoke bar too, but like, you know, it's Nashville. And so the people singing are like very talented, but also don't take themselves too seriously. You know, it's a ton of fun. I think you can still smoke in Santa's. I have. What a good brand. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they have a walk-up window on their porch that you could order beer from. And I had a friend who loved going to Santa's. And when she became pregnant, she would go earlier in the day just to say hi to Santa and his wife. And they would make her sit by the sliding window so she wouldn't be too close to everybody smoking. So she would have to take beer orders from the other patrons to hang out. Oh, it's, my yeah, gosh. It's like, it's like that kind of like no rules sort of like fun thing about it. Yeah. But that's like also, again, even building kind of an established like a community, you know, mm-hmm. people go they back are. to certain places, whether talked about building relationships and rapport and we go back to certain bars, like nice cocktail bars mm-hmm. or even restaurants because of the bartenders and the environment it provides. Mm-hmm. Dive bars almost have that like extra like family like hug. Like you just want to go in and even though it's like, it is like a little community. Yeah, really. yeah. That's yeah. It's like warm and welcoming, even though you're like, what is this? Especially yeah. if it's like a local spot. Mm-hmm. All bars so, can be that if you like really build your clientele up. Yeah. But the dive bar is kind of like with the almost like don't really give a fuck mentality, make it easier, right? Because yep. they're just like, whatever. Yeah. Whereas like almost when you're trying to be too structured and too much, it, it takes the, the personability out of it. Where dive bars, it's a free raid. Like, yeah. screw it. You know, it's it's just you can go in and kind of be yourself and it's fun. That's why we love them. That's <laughs> why we love them. You walk in, you're like, yep, we have my this, type of people. We had this year long regular at the bar I worked at for the longest um, and his name was Charles. Probably smoked four packs a day. He laid carpet. I, he like did something with carpet for a living so like he was this old man but just like jacked arms and he would come in every day and he would just drink double jack and cokes and he got a bigger discount than any of the staff there he had his own button in our pos sheet so <laughs> when you know you've arrived <laughs> you're right yeah when your name's rolling on the POS out the, rolling out the red carpet yeah. that he's laying <laughs> and we i got a text one morning a group text uh from our boss saying hey if charles orders anything other than jack and coke don't give it to him. Don't let him drink any other liquor. And I was like, what happened? And then I get a following, I get a text message following that of a picture because I guess he ordered like wild turkey or something and he had a toothache. So he took a couple shots of wild turkey and then reached in his mouth and pulled out his tooth. And so there's this picture of Charles sitting there like with his tooth at the bar. Doing dentistry. <laughs> yeah. And so it, instead of being like Charles's band or like Charles can't come in for a while or like you need to cut Charles off. It was like, don't let Charles drink anything other than Jack and Coke. Oh my God. That's funny. Yeah. Keep it in limited. We yeah. know he can tolerate that yeah. and handle that. Everything yeah. else is off limits. Yeah. Gosh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Well, with dive bars, obviously we all three vote yay for dive bars. <laughs> yeah, we're all team dive we're bar. We're all team dive bar. And we'd love to know, obviously we have listeners kind of everywhere, if there's a specific dive bar that's your favorite, whether it's in your hometown, somewhere you visited. Oh, and yeah. Send us your best dive bars. Yeah. And get we'll podcast at barninja.com because we're rolling all over the country. Yeah. So. And we all travel quite a bit. Yeah. And also... I'm never we'll stop in. Yeah. I'm never opposed to a spontaneous trip. If you can sell me on going to a really cool dad bar. Yep. So yeah, definitely podcast at bar ninja.com. Get on all the platforms, even message us on Instagram. We kind of check everything Yep. and you know, we have a lot of, a lot more fun topics that we have rolling out that we're going to be talking about too. But again, if there's anything that you guys think about that you want to hear that you want us to talk about, let us know. Till next time. Bar Ninja out. Later. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Bar Ninja Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player and join the Bar Ninja Nation that has over 7,000 bartenders in it by going to www.barninja.com and you can enter your email. Until next time, see you then.